Hey everyone, it's Karen coming to you from the Within Creative Reason studio. We just recorded an amazing conversation for you. But before we dive in, Angela and I just want to share how thrilled we are to be back after a long break. And we just wanted to thank you for joining us for this episode. There's been a lot happening, a lot happening within our world right now. So check in with yourself, make sure you're taking care of you both mentally and physically, it's tough out there for a lot of people. So please know that Angela and I are thinking about you. I know I've spent a lot of time away from posting on social media, focusing more on listening and educating myself as opposed to creating. And even just personally, Angela and I have had quite a bit going on in our lives. Angela is a new mom And I have to just give a shout out to her as we recorded this podcast. Olsen, her beautiful little girl, was with us the entire time. Of course, I loved it being able to see her on our Zoom call as we're learning how to just technologically record this podcast without being in the studio together. It's been, you know, really wonderful watching Angela become this powerhouse mom, taking on this new and exciting chapter in her life. It's it's a beautiful thing to watch, and I'm I'm so proud to call her my friend and co-host and just wanted to give her a quick shout out. You know, we'll share more about what's happening with us in future episodes, but we just wanted to take a second before the show to check in, make sure you're doing okay, and share a little bit more about what's been happening on the break and just acknowledge that, you know, where we are right now. Okay, let's start the show. I'm Karen. And I'm Angela. Welcome to the Within Creative Reason podcast. We break down what it means to be creative, from the process to the strategies and everything in between. We'll cover mindset, daily routines, and creative inspiration. So let's have some creative conversations. Okay, here we are at Within Creative Reason. Karen, how are you? We're back. We're back. How are you? So good. And I'm thrilled that we've got the guest that we have on this episode. Are you as excited as I am? I am so excited. Let's go ahead and introduce him. I can't wait for him to to We are not wasting one second on this one because he was very tough to get for the show. We have got my dear friend, Draco. Now, Dre is a lot of things. He is a TV host. He is an MC for SLU basketball. That's St. Louis University basketball. And he is a fantastic and epic hip-hop artist and writer. Hi, Draco. What's going on? And how you doing? How you doing, Karen? How you doing? We are good. How are you? I'm great. I cannot complain. <laughs> I'm telling you what. I know. In, in a time where a lot of people are complaining about stuff, I don't think knowing you that, that you would complain. So, okay. Let's get into this show, Draco. As I mentioned, you host Close Up TV. That's how you and I met. You are an MC for SLU basketball. You are the guy that gets the audience hyped up and excited. And you honestly, even if the if the team's losing, you still keep the fans engaged and excited. And you are an unstoppable hip hop artist and writer. And I'm not even going to use the term up and coming because you're you're in it. You are doing it. Dre, how do you balance all of this? Oh man, really, I just really prioritize um, when it comes to when it comes to scheduling. I, I, I'm in my phone all the time, but as far as balancing it, <laughs> I really use the schedule. I you really use the calendar. 
my friends are there to, around me to support me. My lady Tanisha, of course, she always has my back and supports me. But as far as balancing it, that's really what I, that's the main thing that I focus on is just staying on my phone all the time. <laughs> I use a schedule. I use a schedule a lot. I use a schedule a lot. But when it comes to balancing, that's the main thing. And then, again, I'm able to interact with a lot of people. So it helps me with that balance because I'm always interacting with people no matter what I'm doing, whether it's music or in an arena or or things like our close-up TV and things like that. But that helps me balance and uh, keep a level head too, so. So I'm curious, Drake, wait, what kind of schedule, you said you use an app? So when it comes to me as an artist or an MC, it's a pretty busy schedule. I mean, it's it's kind of slowed down with the pandemic that happened, but it's, it picked up, which is a blessing in itself. It's a pretty busy schedule, it's demanding, and it's fast-paced too. When I'm describing that type of schedule, it's real fast-paced, that's what I like. I love that fast-paced lifestyle when it comes to the entertainment business. So it keeps me on my toes and it always keeps my mind sharp and focused. But that's typically what it's like. It's pretty busy. So do you check your schedule in the morning or do you check it before you go to sleep at night? How do you set up your day? Man, I would have to check it the night before, probably two days before. (laughs) When I know that the week is coming up with a lot of events, I have to check it at least one or two days before because I can easily forget. And like I said, thankful to my lady Tanisha and my friends around me who are a part of the team, they really keep me on my toes and keep me on track. So, But for myself, to make sure that I'm on track as well, I, I check it two days before, usually at night, usually at night. Love that, preparing for the day. So how'd you get into TV? Oh, great question. I don't even know how I got into it, honestly. <laughs> but, um, how did we all get to close up? <laughs> man, uh, this, this, this all goes to, this really is attributed or uh, big ups to Andre Holman. He's with STL TV. A lot of times people see something in you that you don't say yourself, and he did that with me. Um, I've never been in front of a, a TV cameras like that uh, or broadcast type of atmosphere like that. So that's how I kind of got, got into it. I met him at an event, saw what I did as far as emceeing and me as an artist. So he was like, man, maybe you should try this. You know, you should come out and see, test your, test your hand in this. We're starting this new show. And I'm a part of STL TV. So that's how I got involved with it, literally from him seeing something in me that I didn't see myself at first. And I, ever since then, I've, I've grown and learned so much about that type of industry. And it's, uh, again, it's a, it's a testament to him and him seeing potential in people. Well, I have to say, Draco, as, as one of your co-hosts, I don't know if people know that, but there's three of us that host the show, Mego, you and mm-hmm. I, you would never know that you have not been in front of a camera in this capacity before. It's just so comfortable for you. So props to you for jumping right in. Thank you. I appreciate that. Definitely. Like, and you guys make it easy too. It's a, it's definitely a home atmosphere when I'm with you guys. So it makes it real easy. But aside uh-huh. from that, I love just interacting and interacting with people in an organic and authentic way. So I thank you. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, I want to shift gears for a second and get back to music. Oh my gosh, Dre, your shows, I've told everyone this, like it's not just a show, it's not just a performance. Your your shows are experiences. Can you talk about that? Most definitely. Thank you again for saying that. So when you go to a show, of course, when you go to concerts and things like that, you want to take away something. You want to leave with something. It's just not me performing in front of people. Um, I'm definitely trying to spread a message. That's the main thing when it comes to that experience. I want to make sure that you guys leave feeling good and that you leave 
with a message that you can apply to your own life. Uh, that's something that's big when it comes to my performances. And it can start off with something that makes you feel at home when you walk into a, a Draco concert. We might do anything. You might have games beforehand or you might have some type of icebreaker to where you can get uh, used to uh, the people around you. Some familiarity, you feel comfortable being around those people because it's going to be an experience for sure. And then I call that the pregame. And then when it's time for the show itself, I'm definitely coming with coming with the vibe, especially with the band. I love the live sound. So it's an experience because as a new artist, some people may have not, you know, been familiar with your music beforehand. So giving them that live feel and allowing them to see me in person and the band in person and allowing my message to, to resonate with people is an experience within itself. So it's a, it's a fun atmosphere. I'll tell you that it's a fun atmosphere. Um, you're definitely going to get what you came for and you can always bring people. It's, it's, it's an experience. So, Oh, you know, my whole family comes with me every time. <laughs> Oh, yeah, most definitely. You guys always are supporting. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, well, you know, it's just, it's so inspiring to see people doing what they're meant to do and seeing them in action. And I think that just gets people fired up. You're you're not just like, get up, you know, you're not on stage and have, asking people just to listen to you. You you talk with people in between, in between the songs. You talk about what the song meant. So I think that's neat that as the writer, you just, you know, you're putting yourself out there in, in a wonderfully vulnerable way. Yeah, vulnerability is something that I've grown to realize that it helps myself in my, in my personal growth, and it can also help other people because all you can do is tell your truth at, at, at this point, and that's the only thing I'm about. That's the only thing I, I know how to do when it comes to music is tell my truth and do so in a way that it can resonate and relate to other people. That's the amazing thing about music when it comes to what I'm, my infatuation with it is because it's, it's, it's just that reason. It allows me to relate to people. And you, when I tell my story, it's amazing. A lot of times when people come and say, and I, I went through this too, or I didn't know you were going through this. That's a real big thing. It spoke to me in such a way. So I just feel like telling my truth, it allows for that vulnerability, but it's, it's a benefit. I, wow. I, well, just so you know, you have a new fan in me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> so Angela, I want an invite next show when we can, it's safe to go out and, and enjoy music again. I want an invite because I definitely want to <laughs> come and see that live. That sounds amazing. Karen's going to be yeah, showing up yeah. in her why not t-shirt and the hat. Yep. Heck yeah. I will be there. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, so we're really big on on routines here at the Within Creative Reason podcast. And we want to know what kind of routines do you have? What helps you be productive and creative and collaborative, whether that's the TV studio or recording studio? Talk to us about how you stay creative. One thing that I always do is research ways to get inspired. I never want to go into any type of creative atmosphere without some type of inspiration, whether I'm learning about people who were in those positions before me, like Ange, and uh, now meeting you as well. But meeting people who's already been in that position, that's one of the routines that I always take into account is that research. And then from there, when it comes to, I can say from the music side, being in the studio with my friend, with my family, because like I said, my story is my story, but a lot of times I'm able to tell other people's stories such a way that, they want to get out, but they can't get out, if that makes sense. So, and I find truth to that when it comes to uh, my music is 
when I tell those stories or if I'm finding truth in their story, sometimes it can relate to me as well. So my routine specifically with music is I have to be in the studio with friends and family. We have conversations. Before anything happens musically, we talk. We just talk. Whatever it is, how you feeling today, it's always a feeling. I never want to go into anything without a feeling or a vibe. So, And then on the on the TV side, one routine that I've learned to do uh, besides the research is really tap into reading scripts. That was something new for me when I was in the in that industry, starting in that industry, was knowing different timelines or different cues and things like that. So one of the routines that I still do to this day is I look at old scripts, even starting with close-up TV and STL TV, looking at old scripts just to familiarize myself with the lingo. It could have been a show we did last year or a couple of or some months ago, but I look at those scripts um, a lot. And other than that, and when it comes to the MC side uh, in the arena, I really don't have a routine because that's so organized already. The only thing I do routinely is I, I definitely pray in each of those things, but specifically in the arena, I pray because I'm interacting with a lot of people and I want my energy to be as organic as it can. I want to make sure that what energy I'm giving off benefits that other person. So that's one routine that I always do is I pray. And then after that, I'm engaging. I'm engaging. I look through the scripts and things like that or, or the game day programs and things like that. But those are a couple of things that I always do. Like I said, it's, it, it, it differs depending on what I'm doing. But I guess you can say those are the things I'm focused on the most when it comes to routine. Some, some things I just let, you know, free flow. It just depends on where I'm at. But those are the routine things. Wow. Wow. What an answer, Draco. I hear a commonality and it sounds like you immerse yourself no matter what environment you're about to be in or who you're about to be around. You, you study them. You get to know, you know, the pace, the timing, the energy so that you can be your best you. That sound pretty accurate? <laughs> yes, most definitely. And what, and when you were saying uh, studying and researching the different atmospheres that I'm in, I learned that from researching people like Kevin Hart. He had an interview where he was saying, if I step into a room and I don't know anybody and it's new people around me and I get to know who they are, the next thing I'm asking is, well, what do they, what do they, well, what do they do and why are they doing it? And he's like, he gets inspired when he's around people like Oprah's and the Jay-Z's and the Jeff Bezos's because they're on a level that he strives to be at. So he's always researching them. He said he never goes in as a, like, like a not, not a fan per se, but star eyes or stargaze. He's mm -hmm. really going in to learn from them. So that's one thing that I'm doing. Any, any, any atmosphere that I'm in that's new, I am a sponge. Like I want to find out, like I said, what you do, what you do, why you're doing it, and then if I'm in that same realm, how can I be a part of it to benefit the team? So, yeah, that's that's true in saying that. As far as researching, you're very accurate. And <laughs> I, I always want to know. I'm a I'm a I'm definitely a sponge when it comes to those arenas because I feel like there's always growth in that, and I'm just a tree. At this point in time, metaphorically speaking, and I have different branches that are attached to that, and I just want to make sure I master. So, but you can always grow. A tree always grows. So that is deep. I love it. I am so inspired right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's real, man. It's real. You know, you guys, it's real. Yeah. And one of the things that I just think is wonderful about you is that you you walk the walk, and I've been in those meetings with you where we all first met at close up none of us knew each other we're all sitting around the table and you jumped in with icebreakers hey who are you what do you do and you kind of create this whole family vibe so i can see you doing that 
no matter what you're doing that day, whether you're in the arena, the studio for television or the recording studio. I think that's a great quality about you. So my next question is sometimes people have a hard time when they get in a rut or, you know, the world might be crumbling or what have you. How do you keep your positive mindset when the times get really tough? Just knowing what's to come. Like I said, it's tough times. Everybody goes through them, but I never want to relish or I never want to live in that tough time. I'm always looking for what's going to come out of it all the time because I feel like that can not only stunt your growth, but it can leave you in that rut that you can never get out of. If you already dwell in it, it's, it's, that's a problem. But specifically when it comes to those tough times, I always think about what, why am I doing it? What's the purpose of it? Like, why, why are you even here? Like, why? The why behind it. When I realize the why, and that's always resurfacing in my mind, that allows me to overcome different barriers. Like, you're here for a reason. It's just not you're doing it just to be doing it. There's a why behind it. Like, realize your why. When you realize your why, at that point, it helps me to, to push through whatever hard time, you know, might come might come next. But that's one thing is I always think about that why and what what's going to happen afterwards. Like, what am I reaching for? What am I striving for? It can sound cliche, especially when you're in it, but that's something I always keep in the back of my mind because I've had those situations to where it's like your bank account could be negative or you're, I'm going through this or I'm going through that, but I'm still pursuing what I need to pursue. And when it comes down to that, I just have to realize the why. Why am I doing it? There's a reason that you are doing this. You have to remind yourself of that. So when I do that, that's what helps me overcome personally and, and get through it. So, wow. Okay. I couldn't have said that better. I'm just going to add on to that really quick because you inspired this question, but what is your why? To sum it up, my why is definitely to inspire. I need, I need, my whole thing is I'm so passionate that I want other people to realize their passion. Like I'm so passionate about that, if that makes sense. If people come to a realization that you can literally do what you want to do. I feel like that is my why, to bring that message to people, to bring that specific message. Like, you are here for a reason. Now, whether you want to execute that, that's a question that you really need to ask. But I'm here to tell you that you can. I'm here to promote that, to push that. I feel like that is my why. And then when it trickles down, I want that to be left for my family, for my kids, my future kids. Like, I want to leave that type of legacy even while I'm here. I need to leave that. That's something that's that I've always thought about growing up, I feel like that is that is definitely the, my why to sum it up. It's to make sure that you realize your passion. If I'm in the room and I realize that you like to do something, I want to talk more about that. I want you to realize not it's just not an idea at this point. You can execute certain things. It's not just a, oh, I wish or what if. No. Okay, you want to do that. Let's execute that. And then... Besides that, for myself, I want to make sure that my family realizes that. Like, I'm real big on that. I want to make sure my kids realize that, especially in the times we're living in. Like, you, you literally have to, when you realize what you want to do, you have to be able to execute it at some point. It can't just be an idea. So that is my why, I would say. You have succeeded tonight. I'm super inspired already. And we still have a couple more questions. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, it's real, man. It's definitely real because I've been through it. So that's why I love talking about things like this. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I want to hear more about, about the music. What's new on the album, Dropping Front? I've heard from someone that there's... Yeah. 
an album coming? Yeah, it's definitely coming. I've been in the lab. We have three more songs to get done, but the album is definitely coming. This is my second out public release album that I'll, I'll be releasing. The first one was called Seen Unseen, and it basically touches on the message we were talking about before, the pursuit of your passion. And once you get into your passion, not losing yourself in it. But this next album is going to be crazy. It's going to be a bounce. You're going to dance to it, but you're going to get the message at the same time. That was my that was my goal with this one. I wanted to make sure that you felt energized throughout, that you can feel like you can do, you can listen to it wherever and whenever, and it still has a message behind it. So it's coming. It's It would have been done by now, but of course with this pandemic, when everything shut down and in the beginning, I couldn't go to the studio, so I was just writing at home. But yeah, it's definitely coming, and I can't wait for it. Three, three more songs, and then it's it's off to the mastering process. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, how can you give us a little sneak peek? Like, how would you how would you sum up this album? Oh, I would definitely sum it up as energetic. I can give you a, like a sneak peek of it. It's basically me begging the question of what does it take to feel alive. That's all I'll leave you with at this point. But if you can think about that. That's the question that's going to be resurfacing throughout the project. And, of course, I'm going to tell my truth and my stories within it. That's the question that's, that's, that's going to be the theme of the album. And the theme is going to be played out in, in certain ways, which, which you'll get soon. But, yeah, it's definitely a vibe. It's energetic. These, these records are lively. It's going to make you dance for sure. It's definitely going to make you dance. When you're working out, this is going to be something to get you to that last set, get you through that last set. So... And I can't wait for it. Like I said, it's, it, I've, I've, I've really been challenging myself when it comes to my delivery and when it comes to the flow. I want to test out different flows and different deliveries and things like that. So I've been able to do that with this project coming up. And I'm excited for it. I can't wait for you out here. I've, give, I've given some snippets on IG, things like that. But until you get in there full, you, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm going to start stalking you on IG then. That's, that's, that's okay, super no excited. It's going to no be problem. awesome. I'll make, sure I, I'll make sure I say what's up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. I mean, speaking of, you know, IG, social media, how has that influenced or changed how you think about engagement, especially with your fans? Like, how are you thinking about self-promotion these days? So me as a person, I'm like the most private public person that ever that ever lived, if that makes sense. So this is something that I have, have grown into engaging more on social media, but it's been amazing because I'm realizing how potent engagement can be on social media when it's done the right way. So especially when it comes to projects and my music and things like that, I always look at social media as a way for people to know me, but at the same time, I want to make sure you know that I do different things. I'm about business on there as well. So it's been very helpful. Like uh, It's been real helpful when it comes to them realizing the different things that I do, uh, whether it be fans, family, friends, supporters. When you realize who I am, it's definitely a soothing thing for me. So like I said, it's, at first I was so private. Like a lot of times they was like, man, you got to get on social media more. You have to do this. You have to do this. You have to do this. You need a team to do this. I'm like, man. I want to make sure that what I'm doing is does not feel robotic, if that makes sense. I want to make sure that everything is authentic, is real. I want to, I want it to be a feel when I post. I want it to be a feel when I'm engaging because it's still me. It's just, you know, depicted through a different medium, but it's still me. I don't want to feel like it's robotic, which I had to grow out of as well. So, but it's been very helpful when I when I realized that that engagement has been helpful so much and I'm 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 getting a chance to learn about people who who are interested in me too, which is, which is dope. So I think that that's a really nice balance, Dre. You said you're a, 
a public private person. It's sort of like when people say I'm the most introverted extrovert you'll ever meet type of thing, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely coming out of that shell, but it's like it's 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 it's, it's an interesting thing when it comes to like always keeping that mystique about you to some point. And that just goes back to the research that I've done with a lot of the greats, like Kevin Hart and people like that, they give you that they they give them you, but you still can have some type of mystique about that person. Like 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 the greats, if you think about those greats, there's still a mystique about that person that leaves it up to up to the imagination. So it's a fine it's a fine balance between that, but I'm learning to engage a lot more, but still keep that type of mystique to some perspective, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. And it's it's so cool to hear the way you look up to certain people and to think, wow, in due time, people will be looking up to you in these ways. Like you're kind of setting your own path to be that role model and to, like you said, sort of leave your legacy. And I think you're, you're just, you're laying out all this beautiful groundwork. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I want to shift gears for just a second. So you and your fiance... For sure. When this episode comes out, she's going to be your wife because you're getting married very soon. <laughs> so congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, this wedding planning is real. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you and your lovely lady have been plant-based for a little while now, at least several months. Describe making that shift because I've hung out with you and we have had meat and we have had pizza and we've had all the things. How do you guys feel being plant-based it was definitely a transition i can tell you that it was something that we were trying and we've like we've definitely felt more energized when we started doing it i can tell the difference for sure i didn't feel like i was bogged down or lagged or anything like that or groggy but it's, it was definitely a journey and i it was like i said the company you keep can really help influence certain decisions you make and it was a conversation that we had with our friends to where my friend Jimmy was the best man in my wedding uh, he was talking about last year they were talking about just going plant-based and things like that so we were like okay we'll try it see what it's like so we tried it said it was something that was new to us so it was a big transition but I could tell the benefits if that makes sense when it comes to how I move because I move a lot in a fast pace so I didn't feel as groggy but it's definitely a benefit and I got a chance to try out new spots that are even around the area that I live in. There are a lot of nice, tasty plant-based spots that it's like, it's not too far from home, metaphorically speaking, to where it doesn't feel like I'm eating something totally out of the norm because they cook it so well. But it allowed me to to, to try different restaurants out, which which was dope too. So, And I'm not big on trying new stuff. My my lady, my friends will tell you that. I'm not big on trying new stuff when it comes to food. I stick to what I know, but that was something that I, that I, I was proud of myself for doing. So we love it. Hey, way to get out of your comfort zone. But feel free to give shout outs to any of those great restaurants that you've tried. Yeah, I want to know which, what's your favorite. That's I want to go there next week. Lulu's. There's another spot called Sweet Arch Fire. Fire. They're, they're both located. Well, Sweet Art is located in the South City in the Italian Grove area. Lulu's was as well. I think they're just now about to reopen. I think I think they closed down for some time because of the pandemic, but it's an amazing spot. Also off of Grand South City, St. Louis. And then it's the pizza spot. I can't think of the name of it. But they're also in South City. It's amazing. 
Yeah, you know, K Karen and I love to meet up. I swear we've had many production meetings over at Frida's, which is a wonderful. Oh, yeah. Vegan. Yeah, yeah. We love that spot. Yeah, there have been many times where Angela and I go to eat and we're literally, we get there as a ton of people and then we look around we're like, oh, they're closing. We should probably leave. <laughs> like, I swear, our creativity gets amped up when you're in that environment and when you're fueling yourself that way. So I totally get how you felt even extra energized for someone like you that I think has a lot of natural energy. Yeah. 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 So I'm... I I want to try another one. I think it's another spot, but it's not in the city. But I do want to try another one. I heard they have some river desserts also. Yeah. Ooh, desserts! Let's let's all go. I'm down. So, <laughs> <laughs> I know we could have a whole other podcast just about food, but right now we're going to stick Thanks. to creativity. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is a fun, quick segment of the show, Draco. It's called our lightning round. Lightning round. A couple questions for you, if you're ready. We can get cracking. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Early riser or do you sleep in? Sleep in. Free weights or cardio? Free weights. Netflix or Amazon Prime? Ooh, Netflix. Jordans or Air Force Ones? Ooh. Ooh, I'm going to go Air Force Ones. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Air Force Ones. Okay, our last question. Cook at home, or would you prefer to order in? Order in. I'm such. I'm getting better at cooking. I, I'm. I'm real slow with the cooking. Like my girl would tell you that. Order in if I could, but we we saving we saving a lot of money cooking. So we've been cooking a lot recently. I bet. I bet. Well, hey, there's a million plant based recipes that I know you can just get your hands get your hands dirty in the kitchen and create something. Man, you're not lying. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Draco. Wow, you survived the lightning round. You rocked this interview. I mean, Karen and I get fueled up every time we hear people talk about this great inspiration and you just knocked it out of the park, my friend. I appreciate that for sure. I appreciate you guys having me. Like I said, it's, you know, with me, I'm always ready for good conversation. So I appreciate you guys opening your doors to, to the creative side of me. So I appreciate that. Yeah, well, this has been one of the best. Yeah. And this show is about you, Dre. So tell us, where can we and all your new fans and followers keep up with you and support you and hear your music? Most definitely. So just go to Instagram. We'll keep it easy for you guys. Instagram is at D-R-E underscore C-O. I'm also on Facebook page is my name, D-R-E apostrophe C-O. Just type that in and it'll pop right up. And aside from that, the album is coming real soon, so make sure you look out for that. Three more songs, and we are putting that thing out. I can't wait for you guys to vibe and learn about me and grow with me. That's my main thing as well. Learn about me, grow with me. Learn about yourself through what I'm what I'm saying in the music. But other than that, yeah, that's how you can keep in touch with me. Come say what's up. I I, I definitely engage on Instagram a lot, so come say what's up. Yes, you awesome. do. And of course, just to give one more quick plug. Close Up TV is doing Instagram live interviews these days since we're not in person. So you are doing these almost weekly interviews too, and I'll, I'll be back soon, but there's always ways to see you in action that way as well. Of course, Close Up TV, you can catch me and we, we had to get you on there too. We had to get you on there too. Can we do that? <laughs> can we, can we get, yes. can we get everybody on here at once? Can we do that? So I'm down for that, but Close Up TV is an amazing 
amazing segment as well. So I'm on there sporadically throughout the week. That's awesome. Future show ideas. I love it. Mm-hmm. Get excited. <laughs> we'll put all the links in the show notes. So if you guys are, are wanting to follow and you, you missed that, you couldn't grab your pen or anything like that, just go to the show notes. We'll have links there for you. So that way you can follow all of the amazing, wonderful things that we just talked about. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much to our wonderful guest. Draco. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me, huh? Yeah. And people can hear a lot of your past music on your on Spotify, right? Of course. Any anything you listen to music on, you can find that. So my latest my last album, Seen Unseen, is available on all platforms. So if you listen to Spotify, title, Apple Music, YouTube, if you want some emails, it's on everything, all right? So make sure you go get that, man. You can learn about me while this new project is about to drop. And I'm going to give one quick plug to my favorite Draco song. It's your single called Gold Plated. I am not going to lie. <laughs> when I am working out or in the zone for something, I play that on repeat, and I am fired up. So... Thanks for creating because you really do. You inspire me. You inspire others. So thanks, Draco, for all that you do. No problem. Thank y'all too, man. I can't wait to meet you. Meet you in person. Of course, Angie, I know you, but can't wait to meet you guys or see you in person so we can really rap and talk. Absolutely. We will definitely make that happen as soon as we can. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Within Creative Reason podcast with Karen Tomer and Angela Hockman. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and be sure to subscribe. Know anyone who would make a great guest? Go to WithinCreativeReason.com for more info. Stay tuned. Karen and Angela will be back with more creative conversations in the next episode.